Blog Talk Radio. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Hushmo Black Forum. Here we do it bigger. We do it better. We do it longer. And out of necessity, we'll do it louder than anyone out here. So relax. Here's your host, Hushmo Black.
our other computer system was some eight years old, so you can imagine the stuff we got now is like night and day running Windows eight eight point one. That other stuff we had was running uh, Vista or some stuff, but uh, yeah, we like this. We like this eight point one. Facebook friends, how y'all doing? Y'all doing all right? Ohio friends, how y'all doing up there in the cold country? Why don't y'all catching holy heck up there? <laughs> uh, that's what y'all do in cold country. That's what y'all do in OHT. I have my brother called me the other day, crying the blues about the weather. That's what y'all do up there in cold country. I mean, the weather ain't been that great around here, but it did get up to 62 to do it. 62 degrees today, y'all. And the ATL, that's where we come from, y'all. The ATL is where we at. Yeah, we uh, we can get some cold weather down there, but nothing like that. Uh, nothing like that stuff that uh, you all experience up there in OEC. And I assure you, we uh, got a great show for you this evening, y'all, on the Hushmo Black Forum. Absolutely, we uh, so many things to cover here. Uh, We let me congratulate the Atlanta Hawks before I get into the show. I, I want to congratulate the the Hawks, the whole team. Whole, the Hawks went, I guess, it was seventeen and zero in the month of January. They went undefeated. Uh, that was a first in the, the NBA history. That whole team was named Player of the Month for January. The whole starting five. I, I think it's well deserved. I mean, it's unheard of that. Uh, our NBA team would go undefeated in the whole month, and uh, the Atlanta Hawks accomplished that. And I want to give my big ups to them. Really playing some good team basketball, y'all. They're playing basketball the way the game is supposed to be played, y'all. They playing that game exactly the way it's supposed to be played. You very seldom see uh very seldom see uh, a team basketball like that. Uh I haven't seen uh a team play basketball quite like that in years. Uh and I want to give my shout out to them. I uh, we had the pleasure of going down to uh had the pleasure of going down to uh, see them. Uh had the pleasure of going down to see them about, uh, I don't know, I guess it was uh, last week, last Friday, we uh, went down to see the Hawks and really was impressed uh, with uh, how they, uh, how they're playing the game. They are really playing good team basketball, really good team basketball. I was too impressed with them. And uh, shout out to Serena Williams, y'all. Shout out to Serena Williams. She was named uh, Player of the Month for tennis. I have to uh, give her a shout out. (laughs) Yeah, she uh, won the Australian Open, her 19th major, moving ahead of Martina Natravilova and uh, Chrissy Everett. 
She's number two behind. Uh, she's now number two behind uh, Steffi Graf. Steffi Graf, I believe, has 22. I think Serena's going to catch her. She's three behind. I mean, just a matter of how long Serena plays. She might catch her this year. The way she's playing, I mean, the most dominating tennis player I've seen on the female side, bar none. Brian Williams, to take leave from NBC Nightly News, he's caught up in some controversy. He can't remember his his reporting, uh, his war reporting on the the Iraq war back in 2003. He's got it all conflicted with uh, something he dreamed. He claimed to have been on a helicopter that was shot down or shot up. Come to find out that that wasn't exactly the way it happened. So he's taking a leave of absence. President made a comment at a prayer breakfast other than talking about uh, the Crusades, y'all, when the Christians, the Christian Crusades, y'all know the story about the Christian Crusades when the the Christians went back to uh, the Holy Land to rescue somebody. I don't know who they was going there to rescue, but uh, when they got there, they killed up half the <laughs> half the town of Jerusalem. <laughs> President made reference to uh, Christianity and its involvement in uh, all kind of atrocities over uh, the generation uh, over the generations, including uh, slavery here in this country. The part Christianity played in that. Yet the right wing seems to only uh, want to focus on the uh, uh, comment he made about the Crusades. They they want to just uh, uh, skip right over that uh, uh, little part about slavery here in this country and the part that Christianity played in it. Uh, I write in my book about uh, the Catholic Church, the Pope, Nicholas, Nicholas V, y'all, issued a dumb diverse in 1452 that allowed for the King of Portugal and the King of uh, Spain to uh, enslave the West Africans, ushering in uh, the West African slave trade, ushering in slavery here uh, in this uh, continent, in the North American continent, here in uh, America, originally. Yeah, the church. Church played a a big part in that. The Christian church played a big part in that. For some reason, uh, the pundits on the right uh, uh, want to ignore that uh, bit of history. They want to ignore that bit of history. Uh, under the guise of Christianity, they enslaved millions. They drove millions of humans out of uh, the continent of Africa and, and sold them into slavery. Yeah, so the president uh, was right on point with what he said, yeah. Like it or not, I mean, you can't uh, change history just because you don't like uh, uh, something uh, someone would say. Uh, history is not, uh, you can't change history. And uh, I was proud of the president for uh, for acknowledging the fact that this country did enslave millions of, uh, of people under the guise of Christianity. Yeah, that's just a fact, y'all. It's part of our history. Uh, but yet, 
I don't know, they'd have somebody believe uh, that uh, it's all, uh, the president's all out of line for it's the worst thing they ever heard. Come on, y'all. Come on. What, what, what world are you living in? If that's the worst thing you've heard, the truth, if the truth is the worst thing you ever heard, uh, what universe are you living in? If the truth is the worst thing you've heard, <laughs> what universe are you living in? Uh, I don't know. That's the worst part of the president for uh, it's a difficult time, Joe. We find uh, some kind of a war with somebody <laughs> that intent, that's been on the tit, uh, that's intent uh, on killing us. Uh, whether it's radical Islam or uh, this Islam or that or whatever it is, uh, the president's got to deal with it. He's dealing with it uh, the best he can. And uh, it would be uh, great if the Congress of the United States would uh, take a stand on it and vote on uh, uh, his actions one way or the other. It's their job to declare war. It's not the president. It's their job to declare war. If they see a threat to the country, it's their job to declare war on whoever they want to declare war on. Uh, declare it. You uh, uh, stop all this bull about the president, this and the president. Step up, Congressman John Boehner, uh, Mr. McConnell. Step and uh, declare war. On whoever and and define who you declaring war on. Yeah, you step up and declare war. That's the Congress's uh, job to declare war. They don't want to do that, y'all. They want to blame everything on the president. They want to blame. They want to blame everything on this president. Except when things go right, like the economy is finally taking off. Oh no, he ain't got nothing to do with that. The president ain't got nothing to do with that. He got to do. He got something to do with everything in the world that's going wrong. But he ain't got nothing to do with the economy. That ain't on him. <laughs> everything that's going wrong is on the president. If anything going right, he ain't got nothing to do with. Somehow that uh, that don't add up, y'all. I'm in the algebra class right now, and you got to have things got to add up, and that's uh, <laughs> if you take something uh, uh, from this side of the ledger, you got to put something back over there. Uh, so you know, <laughs> everything's got to add up, y'all. Speaking about algebra, the hospital was really got to tighten up. We didn't do that well on that first test. <laughs> The hospital didn't do that well on that first test we had, but we we got another test coming up Monday, and uh, I made up in my mind I've got to step it up a notch, and we'll step it up a notch for this next test. This stuff is slowly sinking in. We wasn't prepared. We just get back into this stuff after over 40 years out of school, y'all. Yeah. We uh, 
We think this stuff is slowly coming back to us now. Algebra is pretty straightforward once you get the rules and the, all that stuff in place. It's pretty concrete once you get it all down. Get memorized. It can't change. Mathematics is absolute. Oh, you could throw some, a few wrinkles in, but uh, for the most part, it's pretty straightforward. If you adhere to all of the rules, yeah, you gotta you gotta man those rules, y'all. There's a bunch of them. Let me tell you. <laughs> hey. Let me tell you this, there is a bunch of them, uh, rules. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> we, uh, we, we, we think we're going to enjoy that algebra class. It's just a matter of us, uh, you know, getting familiar with it. We got a bunch of young folks in there, all of them aced the test, but the, the Hushmo. We're going to shock, uh, we're going to shock them Monday. I think we're going to be much better prepared. I got a black uh, 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 African-American culture uh, class that I'm really enjoying. I, I, you know, I'm much more comfortable uh, in that class. Hell, I've lived almost 100 years. <laughs> Why wouldn't I be? <laughs> hey, so we're much more comfortable in the history class because we live so much of that history. Oh yeah, we 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 almost a uh, a relic <laughs> to be studied <laughs> by the young folks in the in the class with me. We're walking timepiece, y'all. For a lot of those young folks in there, Sheldon Hushman was born in 1945 in the middle of a cotton field <laughs> here in Georgia, without 14th Amendment uh, protection. <laughs> Eight years. 
hundred year old coin. Yeah, that was a hundred years old. We're gonna hang on to it until we until we can find out more about it. Yeah, we ain't gonna just uh uh <laughs> we go, we ain't thinking about that stuff, y'all talking. We 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 ain't thinking about that stuff, y'all talking, y'all. We ain't gonna we gonna we gonna hold on to it until we can find out something about it. Oh absolutely. Yeah, that's what we gonna do. <laughs> hey, hey y'all, y'all got me and the husband out here driving the train this evening. Glad to be with you, my Facebook friend. What's up? Hey, we got a call in. one 588 3814 That's a free call in number. Mr. P. Yankee, where you at? I ain't heard from you since you left the big city. I hope you got back in town all right. Uh, we uh just celebrating our birthday out here, y'all. Having... You know, we like I said, we we really enjoy this time of year. Uh, right in the middle of uh, the age of Aquarius, yeah. Uh, and and sure enough, uh, this is I'm at my height, the height of my intellectual uh, awareness during this period. <laughs> So I should, if, if that's the case, I should have said, te- oh, no, the test, the math test came along before the age of Aquarius set in, y'all. So right now, Monday now, when that test comes up, Monday, I'm gonna be right, it's going to be, what, the 8th, uh, uh, the 9th of uh, February? I'm going to be right in the middle of the age of Aquarius, y'all. That's my height of my intellectual uh, proudness. So I should ace that thing. I think I'm going to ace that test, y'all, because I'm going to have something for these young folks. I'm going to age that thing. At least that's what I keep telling myself. <laughs> I'm going to keep telling myself that if I tell myself that long enough, I'll uh, <laughs> I'll make it happen. I'm going to make it happen, yeah. We, uh, what else going on in the world, y'all? Well, we know the craziness that is uh, happening over there in the Middle East. I mean, Iraq and Syria, folks burning up people, cutting folks' heads off, and rebombing people. As they, I don't know where this thing's gonna go, y'all, or where it's going to end up. But I like to see it now. If it get out of control, I, I know uh, somebody who can uh, straighten it back out. If man get to the point where he can't. Uh, I straighten this thing out. Uh, there's there's, there's a uh, higher power. There is, I believe, that, uh, in a higher power. I know, in fact, I got a higher power that uh, can take care of it. Uh, I hope you don't have to. <laughs> I hope you don't have to. Uh, but uh, I don't know. That thing is getting. Crazier and crazier by the week, y'all. That ISIS thing is getting crazier and crazier by the week. I'm not sure where it's going to end. Round and round it goes. Where it stops, nobody knows, y'all. Where this thing's going to stop, nobody knows. 
Uh, I ain't got no good feelings about it. That's for sure. I do not have a good feeling about this thing. Uh, we've got to... The next thing the hustle got to get for... Hey, y'all, how y'all doing out there in Facebook land? Can you hear me better with my new uh, equipment? Somebody send me an e- email. Go to hushmoblack.com and leave me a message. Sending coming in loud and clear. I'm coming in loud and clear. Y'all leave me a post on my Facebook page. Anybody with it by voice? I, uh, I'm i so impressed with this new system here. It, it's at least 10 times faster <laughs> than that old computer system I had. You know, I, I looked up man, how time flies when you're having fun because I looked up and uh, realized that uh, my computer equipment was eight years old. But some of, some of it, my desktop, my main computer that I run my show on, that stuff was eight years old. I bought it when I retired back in 2007. It's 2015. That's eight years ago. That's almost an eternity for uh, computer equipment. I mean, I worked at IT for 40 years. Hell, they used to change equipment out every year. <laughs> the companies I work for, they be changing that stuff. I'll bring it on new equipment. Here, to, here I look up my stuff eight years old, outdated. I think somebody had hacked me. I think somebody has hacked me. I don't know. You know, I <laughs> I think I, I, I got that all working a little better now with this new stuff I got here. I think I could uh, deal with the hackers a little better. I don't know why anybody want to hack the house, but we, <laughs> we got nothing at all of interest, you know. <laughs> What we do, we we cipher, we cipher uh, uh, information. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> we cipher information, y'all. Yeah, try to make sense of uh, things. Try to make sense of things that just don't make no sense to the average person in our audience. We try to break it down, the good and the bad. Put it in a more, uh, put it in a format that the average. Uh, the average person can uh, understand. Because you look, listen to some of our politicians, uh, we don't, <laughs> it's hard to uh, 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 figure out what them jokers are talking about. Rand Paul, uh, Chris Christie, uh, Ted Cruz, they they all got some kind of problem with uh, vaccinating kids, measles, breaking out all over the country now. And, but yet they come out and talking about, oh yeah, the parents should have a say-so in it. <laughs> Or something, you, you know. Then, then uh, uh, next thing you know, Rand Paul is in line to get his flu, <laughs> his shot. <laughs> but yet, <laughs> hey, uh, you know, it, it, it <laughs> yeah, it, it's just uh, it's amazing how uh, gullible people are how gullible people are. I mean, <laughs> I urge everybody to get the uh, kids vaccinated for measles. I mean, yeah, one in, I don't know, a couple hundred million might have some negative effects about the measles vaccination. 
going out a couple of hundred million people might have some adverse effect. I think the risk is fairly low. Uh, low enough that uh, I got both of my kids. <laughs> I got both of my kids uh, vaccinated for measles or whatever. Yeah. They grew into healthy adults. Thank God. And uh, I urge everybody to uh, use common sense there. Use some common sense, y'all. Of course, common sense is really not that common. Common sense is really not that common, y'all. You'd think it would be. But I need to tell you, common sense is not common. Yeah, it's a problem. That is the problem. It is just not coming. Cat Williams in town tonight, y'all, in the ATL. He's got two shows. The first one sold out. He's got another one scheduled for uh, tomorrow at Phillips Arena. That's a pretty big arena for where the Hawks play yet. He sold that thing out today. Got a second show scheduled for tomorrow. I like Cat Williams. But man, these tickets, how can you afford that? You know, but that's a little set income. We can't, we can't, we can't, we really just can't, uh, we can, we just can't see ourselves spending too much money on entertainment. But uh, now we will from time to time. Uh, but on this set income, we, you know, they want two or three hundred dollars for tickets now. I didn't know that, but some of us they had a Cat Williams ticket for twelve hundred dollars. Oh, I didn't ask them nothing else about it. I don't know what all came. <laughs> I don't know what that ticket came with. How many uh, dancing ladies or uh, <laughs> or whatever? I I I know twelve hundred dollars. The ticket's got to come with a lot. I I just I didn't bother to ask them what all it came with because I. I, I know I didn't have $1,200 to see Cat. So that was no sense of me getting into uh, the particulars. That was no sense of me getting into all the particulars because I know I didn't have, uh, I didn't have $1,200. I don't care. I don't care what the ticket came with. It could have came with uh, a whole slew of, uh, whole slew of stuff. Uh, <laughs> I, you know, I just, uh, I, I, I could, uh, I could come up with the twelve. What host game last night? They said they spent a thousand dollars a seat for courtside seats was going for a thousand dollars, a grand. I, you know, I the place was packed. Huh? People were hanging out the uh, ceiling down there last night to see uh, Golden State. It was a heck of a game. It was a heck of a game. You know, Golden State could light it up with the uh, Curry and that boy Mike Thompson. And uh, Stephon Curry, the boys can line it up. Oh, the Hawks took care of them, though. <laughs> hey, hey, the Hawks took care of them, jokers. <laughs> yeah, I told you, the Hawks are tough now. The Hawks jumped on them. Hawk, the Hawks jumped on them boys and ran them out of town. <laughs> shoot. <laughs> hey, the Hawks not only can bang and shoot, they can, they can uh, 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 score some points with you, too. 
Oh yeah, they got some shooters on that team. They just uh, <laughs> that team is a no name team, but they they got some players on the Hawks now, y'all. Y'all go, y'all don't know them now, but I, I believe before the season's over, you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna uh, know more and more about them. I'm gonna say that you will know more and more about them as uh, the year progresses. I assure you. Excuse me, y'all. I'm yarning. I I got some kind of virus that came down. I did a I did a test show out here. I guess it was when was it Thursday? I got my system set up and I did a little test show to try to to make sure everything was coming in loud and clear. Sure enough, it uh, did turn out pretty good. So. We were happy with that. Uh, this is a live uh, run here, and we're still playing around with the uh, eight. We, we're still playing around with it because we still there's a lot we don't know about. It's the first time we ever uh, used one of those eight, and uh, it's really a neat uh, interface. I, I like it so far from what I've you know the little bit that I've uh, seen of it. I think it's it's a, a big improvement over. Uh, a big improvement over uh, Vista, that's for sure. It's a big improvement over Vista, y'all. Okay, here we go. One thing, uh, uh, but uh, we still learning any of it. Uh, like I said, we're still trying to uh, make sense of a lot of it. Uh, uh, yeah, we can see there's a big, uh, there's a big improvement. There's a big uh, improvement. I don't know what's going on here. Now we don't. Why this thing cut out over here? We don't want you going nowhere. That's got to cut out to do this. Whoa. Let me back to the photo gallery here, y'all. We, we don't need all that to. Uh, we didn't think we have to do all that just to. Uh, Just to be able to see a, a slide show here. Oh, this is the teacher's stuff right there. We're trying to. Okay, yeah. See what's going on there now. Yeah, right. So, okay. So, I'll let you get to do what's in there. Yeah, we, we, uh, that uh, 
Well, there's a difference there. One of those should be. That's fun. Hey, y'all, we just all, we're going to take a quick pause for the calls here, y'all. We'll be right back. Y'all hanging there. You got to be the Hushmo. Advocating on your behalf, you're listening to the Hushmo Black Forum. Tell your friends about us. Saturdays, 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Right here in cyberspace.
Well, you were just coming out talking about trans. He done changed his sex of thinking about it. He's do, doing all kind of crazy stuff with his face. Didn't he have something to do with the Kardashians when he over that clan for a while? I thought he had something to do with Kim Kardashian and her siblings. I don't keep up with gossip news like that, Joe. I don't. No, I don't. I, I'm sorry. I ain't the one. Mm-mm. I don't know. I don't know, y'all. We are. Twenty sixteen, yeah. The uh <laughs> you know, it's just we just got into twenty fifteen, but already we're talking about twenty sixteen, the presidential election. These Republicans got about nine hundred candidates landing up for that thing, yeah. And you could put all those jokers together and you would have uh half a candidate. You could you could put all those jokers together and it wouldn't make they wouldn't make one decent half a candidate. That's just my opinion. I might be biased. That's just my opinion, y'all. You could put all 200 of them together in a pot. Mm -mm. You could put all those jokes and mix them up in a pot, y'all, and you wouldn't have a decent candidate. And you couldn't get a decent candidate out of all two of them, 200 of them. I don't know where all the leaves are gone. Where have all the flowers gone? (laughs) I don't know. Uh, I don't know, y'all, what he went. One thing for sure. They out of here. Yeah, they out of here. Uh, I mean, just genius. 
But when it comes to jazz music, when it comes to jazz music, uh, it's hard to uh, it's hard to beat uh, Miles Davis and uh, John Coltrane, Cannibal Adderley. Some of those guys are just, uh, you know, when I got into them, uh, uh, it was a different year. It was a different year. But, uh, Young people today, they don't, uh, they into this rap stuff and all this other craziness. And, and that's some good, uh, what should I say? You, you can find some, you can find some good things about, uh, in rap, I guess. I, you know, I don't know. I don't listen to it enough of it too, uh, To be any kind of expert on it, but uh, I don't listen to enough of the new stuff to uh, say that I'm a of any kind of authority on it or not. I know there is some rep artists that I like that I think are really talented people. I, I'm not sure if they're uh, uh, I'm not sure where they're taking the music. Our uh, music, black music. I'm not sure where they're taking it. But when you listen to folks like Miles and Cannonball Alley and John Coltrane. Those folks was innovators in just music, just uh, American, African American music. <laughs> yeah. It's our birthday week, y'all. Uh. The hospital turned 70 this week, February the 4th. It was on a uh, dark and dreary, rainy night in Georgia, y'all. The manual clock blurting out its last tick-tock, coming to rest at 12 o'clock midnight. February the 4th, 1945, y'all. The Hushmo arrived, kicking and screaming into the world. Back then, the Hushmo living to C-70 was about 1 to 700 million, y'all. So, yeah, we live it here. We live it on borrowed time. <laughs> we borrowed it from somewhere. <laughs> we live in Obara Pad, yeah. We weren't supposed to live to those 70 years old. This is a bonus for us. 
The life expectancy when I came into the world for American graphics, it was 59 and a half years in 1945. Through science and modern and, and medicine uh, improvements, to by the sheer grace and mercy of God, uh, I find myself here today at 70. Thankful for every last breath that I take. Uh, uh, yeah. Enjoy life to uh, to its fullest. Well, that's been about the thousand those seventy years, y'all, no doubt. But as as I look around. All of my good days has outnumbered some of my bad days, and I won't complain. I can't complain. Not today. I I, I just cannot. There's a record out. I, I I mean, I just can't complain about uh, my life. Uh, I've had a a great life. I've had a great life. A couple of my friends, dear friends, passed on uh, within the last couple of weeks. I want to send my condolences out to uh, to the families of those friends. I've got to really talk to someone about it because I really didn't know uh, a couple of them passed. Uh, but uh, it was just uh, yesterday I found out about one of my friends that passed on. Uh, hey, my generation is my generation is uh, checking out of here, yo. They checking out here like forty going north, like they got somewhere important to go. <laughs> hey, they checking out here like they got somewhere important to go, yo. Uh, but uh, yeah, so I'm grateful, too grateful to uh, still be around here, able to. Uh, Come out here every Saturday and hang out with you all over Blog Talk. We uh, we uh, one of the things that uh, I urge everyone my age to do is to. Uh, don't uh, don't allow yourself to uh, don't allow yourself to uh, your your mind don't allow your mind to uh, stand still. You got to get out and exercise your mind. Now, your body too. Yeah, exercise your body is important, but I believe it's just as important to exercise uh, for your mind mentally. You can't you can't have your mind just sitting there doing nothing. That's why I'm back in school. At 70, I'm back in school. Got college kids there, 18, 19, 20, 21-year-old kids. And uh, I'm there 70 years old, the oldest thing in the class. But uh, <laughs> they, uh, uh, they, they they appreciate the fact that uh, uh, me at 70 is there. Uh, 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 and let them know, for one thing, that uh, you're never too old. To <laughs> you're never too old. To uh, to learn new tricks, yeah. You're never too old to uh, acquire knowledge. You're never too old to acquire knowledge. 
And uh, I think it's healthy. I think it's healthy. I retired, like I said, about eight, going on eight years now. April will be eight years. But uh, a lot of my friends sit around after they retire, do nothing with a man. And uh, a lot of them don't hang around too long after they retire. For whatever reason, I don't, you know, I don't know, I don't know if, you know, me doing what I do has anything to do with uh, me still being here. Well, I know for a fact that uh, the man upstairs got everything to do with me. (laughs) He's got everything to do with me being here. But uh, on a human level, uh, there are some things that I, I, you know, I imagine that uh, Ken has and prolong uh and prolong your uh your time here on earth. Certainly enhance it. And one of them is to uh continually uh upgrade your mind. To continually upgrade your mind because as soon as you sit around and start uh uh sit around and uh start uh, becoming uh, complacent with your uh your mental input, uh, that mind is going to stop working, y'all. That mind is just like the body. You want to get up and do something with your body, too, uh, whether it's walking or I play golf. You know, that that gives me a reasonable amount of activity, with the, you know, from a physical standpoint. But, I, you know, i got a treadmill, which I need to be back at home a little more. And uh, a big yard that I... <laughs> I need to be in a little more, but uh, things where I can get some physical exercise, you know, I try to uh, take advantage of uh, that from a physical standpoint, but after I, I'm on the internet, I'm on the computer six hours a day, really too much, I'm straining my eyes, and now that I'm in school, I'm on that twice as much, uh, <laughs> but uh, I, I'm, I'm constantly challenging myself to, uh, uh, to keep uh, active. I'm constantly challenging myself to keep active, to uh, you know, to keep up with uh, what's going on in the world. Yeah, I want to keep up with what's going on in the world. I don't want anything to uh, pass me by. Yeah, Brian Williams, take uh, a leave of absence. He said he's uh, become too much part of the news. And he's not the only one. Half of jokers over that Fox has become too part, much part of the news. Yeah. Okay, I see how that works now. Kitty. 
and live and living color. Yeah. So we
gonna take a quick pause for the calls here, y'all. See if we can go pay some bills. We'll be right back, y'all. Hang in there. You gotta be in the hospital. Advocating on your behalf, you're listening to the Hushmo Black Forum. Tell your friends about us. Saturdays, 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Right here in cyberspace.
advocating on your behalf. You're listening to the Hushmo Black Forum. Tell your friends about us. Saturdays, 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Right here in cyberspace.
talk about that. Welcome back to the Hushmo Black Forum. It's about 20 minutes after 8 here on the ATL. We've been on the, kind of an extended break. Still uh, playing tomorrow with our new uh, studio, y'all. With our new equipment, we really enjoy taking around with it. Just working out all the bugs still, though. And we uh, hopefully we'll improve it every week. We still got Hey, one of the things that we've got to do is get him another chair. Start with this chair. He's about eight years old, too. <laughs> every, every, everything in the Hushmo studio, excuse me, I was about eight years old. The only thing something in there older than the equipment is me. <laughs> and the only something, the only, uh, <laughs> hey, Peter, Gary, want to start? Hey, don't y'all start no stuff that won't be done. Don't start no stuff that won't be done, y'all. Uh, yeah, but we, uh, I think we're going to pull down some new equipment here. We, we're going to pull down. What's going on here? We don't want you over there. We want to. We want to start up some new stuff here. How do we do that without uh, doing some craziness? Okay, we'll go down there with that. And then we'll try to uh, go out here and see if we can find some uh, some way to bring now. What's that about? Oh, yeah, hit somebody. Somebody did. Deployment to fight Boko Haram. What's going on in the world, yeah? What is going on in the world? Baby Christine, Nina's arrest warrant dismissed. 
Friday, it was reported that Atlanta cops are investigating her partner, Nick Gordon, as a person of interest in the incident. And what does that mean? I don't know what that means. Uh, don't sound good. kind of sick folks in the world, y'all. That's a real crazy talking about shoot night. Ran over two people killing more. At least that's that's 
that's the claim, y'all. I, I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't have a clue what happened there. But I know he's been in, in and out of uh, courtrooms for a, uh, a long time. He, uh, you know, he was the main force, they say, behind Death Row Records. Was home to Dr. Dre and the man then known as Snoop Doggy Dog. But uh, what happened here? Why? Seemed like to me the guy really uh, is uh, angry at something or somebody. He's angry at something or somebody. Well, there's a lot to be angry about in the world, I suppose. Oh, not me, not tonight. This is still my birthday week. I'm, I'm in love with everybody tonight, y'all. Yeah. Absolutely. I'm in love with everybody tonight on my birthday week. Uh, I find so much hate in the world. Uh, I have a, uh, a problem with that. Falcons are hired a new football coach, Dan Quinn, formerly the uh, defensive coordinator of uh, the Seattle Seahawks, the Super Bowl team, who, for some reason, I, I wish you could tell us why in the world the uh, the Seattle Seahawks didn't run that ball. <laughs> I, I wish you could uh, explain that to us, because there's still some... Uh, considerable a doubt about uh, exactly what happened. You think as a coordinator on that team, he would have some privy to uh, the real the real scoop, the real information. You think he would have some uh, inkling as to exactly what happened there. How is it that you've got perhaps the best running back in the game uh, in your backfield who had been dragging people all over the field all day 
if we get down to the one foot line and you don't give him that ball at least one time when you got three down left, give him the ball first and see what he can do. <laughs> that guy's going to run over So, y'all, I know that. He's going to run over somebody. Ain't nobody going to stop him from getting one feet. Oh, no, heck no. Ain't nobody going to stop him from getting one foot. Shoot, y'all crazy. <laughs> it'll take more than, it'll take an act of Congress <clears throat> to stop Michelle Lynch from getting one foot. But for some reason, uh, Pete Carroll said that it was all planned part of a, this master plan to throw the ball. I, you know, I don't know what kind of master plan they had, had going. Apparently, it wasn't it wasn't that great of a plan because they didn't make it. So it could, it, 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 you know, it, it could have been that uh, masterful. It could have been that masterful because it didn't work. It didn't work. Uh, now, In somebody's mind, I'm sure. In, I'm sure in the in the mind of uh, Pete Carroll, uh, that plan was masterful. Just so crazy, yeah.
We, uh, I don't strange thing is that trial going on with the, uh, with, uh, Pedro Hernandez, who was on trial for murder. Uh, well, not Pedro Hernandez, but, uh, to the football player. What what is his name? Uh I, that whole thing is getting crazier and crazier. The football player uh who uh they got killing uh one of his three what and the guy had just signed, I don't know, a forty, fifty million dollar contract with the Patriots, tight end, great great death tight end. But why? I don't know what's going on with uh, what's going on in the world. There's too much violence, too much craziness going on here for me. Now I, it's just too much craziness going on, y'all. Marine McDonald, he trying to get her to go to jail for 18 months uh, for public corruption. And her husband, Bob McDonald, former governor of Virginia, who's in jail now, serving uh, two years. Uh, why? Why he only got two years for that? I don't know, but that's all he's doing. So, but anytime in jail, <laughs> anytime in jail, y'all is is, is rough. Anytime in jail is rough, y'all. But the two years don't hardly seem uh, seem enough for uh, his crime. Here you got a public figure. These uh, people get caught out here with uh, a couple of bags of marijuana and do more time, which is utterly ridiculous. But uh, that's the way it is, unfortunately. Picked up on a new book just came in the mail, y'all. We just uh, thumbing our way through it. Framing Silence by Miriam Chauncey. Has to do with uh, the struggles of uh, Haitian people to rid themselves of colonial powers, including the United States. Juva, Juviet. I will say nothing more than that. Short for, you got your foot on my throat today. Tomorrow, I might have my foot on your throat. What goes around comes around. Juva, Juviet, Padi Paseku. Hi. We're going to be taking Spanish next semester, hopefully, if we get through this thing. We're going to try to take some Espanol, y'all. We're going to try to take some Espanol for... Uh, our upcoming trip to Havana, 
Cuba, Cuba, Havana, Cuba, We've always been fascinated about uh, Havana. You know, from my early days in the 50s, uh, Cuba, Havana was uh, the hot spot for American aristocrats. They jetted all to Havana and, you know, just uh, live it up on the Cuban cigars and the beautiful beaches. And then Along came uh, the revolution, you know, with uh, Fidel Castro coming to power. Things changed. <laughs> Things changed, you know. And we've been uh, at odds with them ever since. The president's trying to open it back up a little bit. I guess much uh, backlash, I might add. Of course, anything this president do is going to draw some uh, backlash, no matter what. No matter what it is, it's going to draw some uh, backlash. So we, uh, but look like, slowly but surely, America's uh, opinion is changing on Cuba, Cuba. So we're taking a little Espanol to uh, try and be ready when the day comes that uh, we can uh, take a fit. It was only 90 miles away from uh, the uh, mainland of the United States. Uh, it's one of our closest neighbors. And uh, got great, great cigars sold all over the world. We came down here because of this uh, boycott, the craziest thing I've ever seen in my life. We can't buy uh, from our neighbors to the south because of, uh, I don't even know what it's because of, and why, why can't we? What What is our stake? <laughs> what, what, what has our stake ever been in uh, Cuba? I don't know. It, it's it's mind-boggling that for 50 years that we haven't been able to uh, set foot in Cuba The citizens of this country, yet we can go everywhere else on the planet, including China, Russia, uh, <laughs> but we can't go to this little island next door. We can go everywhere else in the world, but we can't go to this little island next door. Makes no sense, y'all. It makes no sense at all. And, uh, the president's trying to change that. Of course, he's going to come up against opposition. He's coming up against opposition. Of course, that's everything he does. There's going to be opposition. Oh, yeah, race got a lot to do with it, y'all. We, people don't like to admit it, but this is just a fact. Race has a lot to do with uh, racism. has a lot to do with the attitudes uh, that... Uh, this Congress is taken toward the, the actions of this president. It's just a fact. And it's a shame. It's hurting, uh, it's hurting the country. It's hurting the entire country, you know, because of uh, 
as President's color. And people don't want to come to grips with uh, his color. And it's hurting the whole country, not just black people, white people too. I mean, it's hurting the whole society is uh, stagnated by uh, by uh, uh, attitudes of uh, of people. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe uh, maybe things are good better. Yeah. Maybe things are good better here uh, shortly. It's about uh, wow. That's ten minutes to man, y'all. This thing is just about. Uh, we just about got this thing knocked. Oh, y'all hear the church closed chair? That's what I'm talking about, y'all. That's what I say. I got to get me. Uh, I still got some more pieces I need to fill out uh, my new studio. One of them is going to be uh, <laughs> the anchor's chair. <laughs> One of them is going to be the host chair. We're we going to upgrade this chair, y'all. we uh just been waiting for uh, a sale to come along. we just waiting on a sale to come along. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Everybody's giving kudos to the Hawks, even the 
opposing coach of the Golden State Warriors, Steve Kerr. So the Hawks have earned this. They have a wonderful style. It's a great, great story. Yeah, it is. <laughs> they, they put some on Golden State last night. I mean, that was a great game, though. Hey, that was a great game, though. Golden State ain't no joke. Uh, Golden State ain't no joke. Yeah, ain't no joke. Uh, we're gonna see uh, what happens come the uh, playoffs. Cause one thing about basketball, if you play consistent, uh, if you play consistent. Uh, Uh, if you play consistent uh, defense, that thing's going to carry you. Uh, it's going to carry you a long ways and uh, into the postseason. I mean, basketball. If you play consistent defense, you you'll be in the game every night. That's the Hawks' secret. They play heck of a team defense. They got some offense. They can shoot that ball. You know? Yeah, they got some folks that can shoot that ball. Someone else coming in and filling that void. 
the players you traded for, Justin Upton and Jason Haywood and Evan Gaddis, you count on uh, you count on uh, somebody coming in uh, uh, plugging those holes. I I I got a prediction right now. February the seventh, I predict Jason Haywood's gonna hit forty home runs this coming year, y'all. I'm predicting that Jason Haywood's gonna hit forty home runs for St. Louis and bat three hundred and something. That's my prediction for him. Uh, all things holding them back as a coach. All things that was holding Jason Haywood back as a coach, because we we. And and uh, St. Louis is uh, that organization uh, breeds success. <laughs> that guy's gonna tear that league up. Watch what I tell you. That guy's gonna tear that league up, y'all. Shoot. Uh-uh, he's way too good to uh, for the outcome he had here in Atlanta. And I I think ninety percent of it had do with the uh, coach. Yeah. Hey, y'all. Uh, it's just about that time for the Hushmo. We've just been uh, kind of taking it easy out here on, the, on my birthday week. Uh, enjoying it. Uh, don't want to get too hyped up about anything. It's, you know, I'm not going to ruin my birthday on anything. we just uh, been taking it nice and slow this evening. It's been my pleasure being out here with you. We'll come back and do it next week, the 14th. Uh, 14th of February, y'all. Same time, same place. Y'all come back and uh, be with us next week and tell a friend about us, the Hustle Black Forum, coming to you live in living color every Saturday from from 7 to 9 on Blog Talk, y'all. until then, y'all be good. Uh, yeah, that's just about it for us here. Yeah. The Hushmo Black Forum advocated on your behalf by covering news and events affecting the African-American community. Check us out at the Hushmo Black Forum, www.blogtalkradio.com.